spooky friends, and welcome to yet another episode of Scariest Podcast Storytime. Woo! That was kind of nice, right? It was a, a pretty I'll, good intro. I'll change the words around a little bit. Yeah. It, we're like, how many episodes in? Nice. About 50. Oh my god. Yeah, between the regular episodes doing. and the Storytime episodes. <laughs> I'm still working on. Starting to get the hang of that intro. All right. Um, Who are we? Oh, I'm Robin Grace, and this is Adam Diaz, and we're here to read you some homegrown horror. Now, homegrown horrors, what are those, Robin? Oh, sorry. <laughs> They're stories that you guys send to us that we read back to you and share everyone's awesome experiences. Yeah, thank you guys so much for sending us your stories. We really appreciate you guys uh, sharing your experiences with us. If you have had something paranormal or weird or funny happen to you that you think you want to share, go ahead and reach out to storytime at scariish.com. That is our email address is what the kids call it nowadays. Uh, if you want to get some instant feedback, you can also go over to facebook.com slash scariishpodcast. That is our page. Uh, you can like us there, and then from there, join our group. You can post a story in there if you want some instant feedback from the community. Uh, you can also uh, join the Discord from there. People tend to go in there and ask, like, hey, what's the Discord thing? We'll send you a link for it, um, and you can get feedback there as well, as well as just, like, normal talk and communication. Yeah. If you don't want to... Uh, <laughs> post it like publicly and you just want to send it to us or if you don't even want to share it with the podcast you just want to share it with us in particular because you want to just have someone to communicate to feel free to reach out to us then and just say like hey keep this private we've had people do it before just because people you know deal with shit and they want to feel like they're not crazy we've had a lot of supportive emails too about like when you've shared your personal stories about your family and it's really cool having someone that'll email us or message us like that's happened to me too. Like I totally understand what you're coming from. Like it's awesome. You guys are so supportive and yeah. it's so great to have you guys with us. You guys oh, are yeah, an amazing feels... community and your support is phenomenal. Uh, if you want to tweet at us, you can do at scarish pod. I know it's only 280 characters, but a lot of people like to do it. Is it 280? 280. Yeah. They increased oh, it years ago or maybe a year ago. I've been saying that on the podcast for ages. Um, oh. I'm glad you finally tuned it in. Cool. Uh, if you want to send us <laughs> pictures of your pets, it's hashtag Omen Babies. We don't really remember how it got started, but they don't have to be black pets. It used to be about black cats or black dogs. But at this point, just show us your adorable pets because it's always nice to, to see something super cute. Yeah. and then, It's uh, nice in a world that's so dark. Wow. That was so lame. You're so lame. Uh, if you want to contribute and, and help us out a little bit monetarily, you can go over to patreon.com slash podcast. We have tiers that start out as low as $1 a month. I mean, that's that's four quarters, people. Four that's quarters. four quarters. That's ah! a one soda or pop, depending on where you're from. Or, or a Coke. Coke. Uh, from McDonald's. Yeah, I'm just saying. So uh, $1 oh, okay. a month and you get all of our content early. Uh, and then we have tiers beyond that, ranging all the way up to like $250 tiers, I think. We have like a badge of honor tier on our Patreon, uh, which is really cool. Every season you'll get... Uh, a nice little personally well not personally i design these pins every season and i hand make them i hand package them and i ship, hand ship them. i hand ship them <laughs> no i don't ship them i mean i take them to the post office and they ship them but, but she does it herself um, but yeah i do i send them out every quarter for all the badge of honor tiers and up yeah, by, by so, season it's not like seasons of the show it's like no 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 it's seasons season, that like, pass like summer spring winter fall (laughs) i forgot what the seasons were (laughs) wow it's just terrible spring summer fall and winter yeah so each right now we're in the summer season those are about to go out those are about to go out they're freaking adorable so check those out if you guys want to do a one-time donation we have a kofi 
I think that's how you say it. it might be a coffee. K-O-F-I.com slash scaryish podcast. We're going to put a new goal up soon. Yeah, we're going to put a new goal up. We're trying to make sure... We're, st- we're starting our studio setup so that we can stream episodes live. In particular, we're going to start with the story time episodes. We'll probably do those on Twitch. That way you guys can come and hang out and watch. We can have a little bit of live chat, which will be really fun if you guys are, are wanting to do that. Um, and then we'll have it set up where if you want to make a one-time donation like people just do on Twitch, you can. Um, but we're getting that studio set up in... It's, it's in shape it's in good shape we're doing okay right now it's not going to be for a while though it's i don't know about that i mean we're we're getting to a spot where we're going to be able to start soon it's not going to be like super top quality but you guys did awesome with the kofi goal for new microphones which we're gonna uh, be purchasing here super soon um and then the other stuff we have currently we're gonna set it up basically with everything we have now and see where we need to upgrade stuff yeah so like it's super stupid to say and you wouldn't think about it because it's just easy to just pop on a twitch stream but lighting is important we know that we're trying to make it so that i don't want to look gross <laughs> yeah you guys are gonna see us in all our glory i don't oh mean we're gonna be i don't mean we're gonna be naked but like rough, you're just gonna see what we look like reptile looking skin your glory. skin is nice it's not reptile at all mm, your skin's nice you put that lotion on the skin that's really creepy i don't have lotion someone send help <laughs> hashtag send adam help <laughs> Uh, but we're going to get that set up, and then when we realize the things that we're going to need to upgrade to make the production uh, better, then we're going to put up new Kofi goals. So uh, expect to see something like we're probably going to start out with a really crappy camera. Yeah. We're going to start out with Bad like lighting. shoddy lighting. It's just, it's going to be jank, and I want you guys to understand that. I wish you could see my face. I'm just like cringing yeah. at all the. <laughs> and hopefully in future Storytime episodes, you guys will be able to see our faces. So, and, and that's the goal. And we're almost there. We're, we're set up in the studio. We got the space now. Uh, we just need to fill it with all the things that we need. So. I mean, it's the same space we had before. It's not a lot of space. It's not a lot of space. We just rearranged some stuff and threw away a lot. <laughs> yeah. We had to make space. We made space. So, anyways, that's the podcast update and all the things that you guys can do. But uh, Oh, yeah. Now this, to the actual... Oh, shit. You do that every fucking episode since we started <laughs> this new studio setup. She smashes into something and goes, oh, shit. Okay. But, um, yeah. So, now actually back to stories, emails. One Let's last thing I will say, too, is that oh. the story time episodes can't exist without you guys so we really appreciate you sharing your stuff with us and feel free to send them and i know some of you guys have sent stuff like i have a bunch more stories like i know you feel embarrassed sometimes to send more or multiple emails do not feel that way please send them especially if you like hinted at like i have another story it's like then we definitely want to hear it so storytime at scarish.com is the best way to get those to us and honestly if we get more then we have more to read you know, and if we start getting a backlog, then we can do more content. So Woo-hoo! send them our way. We always have really good days and we just like lose our minds. Like, have we gotten like five emails in the past hour? We start getting really excited because you guys know we read four, maybe five per show. So if we get a bunch and we start stacking up, then we'll start doing more. So yeah, that's where the live shows are going to come in. Like, I think, right? We're going to add those extra stories into the live shows. I think the live shows are probably going to stay around four because we're going to have audience interaction, too. So they'll they'll get a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, it's just who knows? Like, we might get to the point where we have so many and we're so backed up that we have to do two story times a week and figure out, like, the timing and the scheduling for that. Yeah. Which will be probably just me since I'm, you know, a kitchen bitch now. Since uh, we've all discussed this since uh, oh I was laid God. off. Yeah. Uh, that I just print those out, get them ready. And, and Robin's so just... Nice. Robin's just on-air talent, and she comes in. She's like, all right, let's get this shit moving. All right, all right, Lots of camera right. action, and I have them printed out and ready to go, and then maybe you guys get two story times a week uh, live, and then when we release the audio for it, it's both of those combined. Who knows? There's a million possibilities, but it's all dependent we'll on, on your guys' participation and support, which you've been amazing so far. 
So that's the last thing I'll say. I know I've said that three times. Okay. Are you going to go first or am I going to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Uh, I'm going to continue reading, I think it's the last stories from Emma that we read on the last couple episodes, maybe. So the epic saga of Emma. The epic saga of Emma. Concludes? Or is it just Uh, the next one? Continue? No, it's, uh, I think it's the last of this email anyway okay um so it the title of this section is called my own experiences working with the elderly and dying uh surprisingly i have had fewer experiences working night shift than i originally expected this story actually happened when i used to work day shift ghosts and experiences in the middle of the day are a big nope yeah it's like the daytime you think you're safe but you're never safe. It's always a lie. You're never safe. That's the worst part um, of the Annabelle creation movie. That the thing when the nun yeah, shows yeah, up in, in the, the middle, middle of the fucking day. day and outside the house. I was like, no, no, that's fucked up. When the oh, okay. I'm sorry, but if you haven't watched Annabelle yet, spoilers are coming. So Annabelle creation in Annabelle creation. Uh, when the dad goes back into the house in the middle of the day, in the middle of the day, and the oh yeah, yeah, and the thing just like crumples him into this fucking nothing, like he's nothing. Yeah, yeah oh that's my goodness, so creepy. It, it, anything that happens in the middle of the day, big nope. So <laughs> I hate that this is in the middle of the day. All right, about a year ago, we had this particular resident that I really cared for. Unfortunately, about a month prior, she had a nasty fall and ended up breaking her hip. Aww. That's so sad. Um, which left her bedridden and dying. Oh, that sucks. While it was difficult to watch her pass away over several weeks, she was lucky enough to not have to suffer from dementia like many of our other residents. However, her family lived far away and was a bit in denial over the state of their mother, and so her only company in her last days was the nursing home staff. Oftentimes, I would spend hours in her room just sitting with her, holding her hand, as she had become like family to me. Oh, That's so sweet. As she regressed, she would beg for us to stay in there with her. That's so sad. Yeah. People, don't leave your moms. Take care of your mamas. It's like, it's understandable if you have to put someone in like assisted living or a home like that because it's really hard to take care of someone, but don't abandon them there. Don't abandon them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know sometimes it's really hard and you don't want to see your family like that, but they're your only family. They took care of you, goddammit. Anyone who wiped wiped your ass ass. growing up. (laughs) You have the obligation to wipe back. Oh, just saying. Man. Oh, or at least but that just be there. that is just going to be a million times worse. That's so gross. Let's keep moving. <laughs> okay. Fuck. Okay. Many of these times, she would wail about leaving her alone with, quote unquote, the man in black. That's fucked up. Fudge. Okay. So. Maybe she meant Johnny Cash. Maybe he was on the radio and she's like, I fucking hate that Johnny Cash. Songs? Or did That's that... what they called him. Really? Yeah. Why? Because he always wore black. Why the fuck do you think they would call him the man in black? <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know, because he hunts aliens? Yep, that's what it was. Because he had a flashy thing, he'd do a show and he'd flash him, and he'd be like, the tickets are on sale for my next show. Uh, See it for the first time. Oh my god. That was a commercial for Men in Black back in the day, when what it first came it? out. Like, everyone went and saw it, and it was a smash hit, so they filmed an extra commercial with Tommy Lee Jones, and uh, I was going to say Bruce Willis, uh, but what? Will Smith. <laughs> okay. Um, and it was them saying, like, for everyone who's already seen Men in Black, and it, they showed him putting on the glasses and doing the flashy thing. And they're like, see it again for the first time. That's so cute. So I was like, that was awesome. That's a really good career. It was. I went and saw it a second time. <laughs> okay. So um, back to the email. Her bony arms would point and shake at the end of her bed saying, quote, please don't let him take me. He wants to take me with him. Don't let him come over here. I'm not ready to go with him, please. End quote. That's so sad. That's probably the Reaper. 
Well, yeah, dude. Um. Oh, did you already figure that out? Oh, really? <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, I didn't. Okay. I will never was forget. Was our reader or was our writer dead the whole time? Shut up. Now I'm confused. Okay. I will never forget the look of pure desperation and fear in her eyes. While she maybe weighed 60 pounds soaking wet, the force in her grip on my arm was impressively strong. She constantly kept her gaze on the end of the bed, unwavering, and she wouldn't let my arm go. Oftentimes, we had to sit with her until she fell asleep, and she wouldn't let us leave her alone with this man in black. Man in black. Holy shit. Sorry. Uh, Too much Will Smith in my head. As she was put on pain medication, this would be creepy but dismissible. However, I honestly believe there was more to it than a drugged-up hallucination. A few hours before she passed away, one of my co-workers who adopted her dog brought her pet to see her and possibly provide some comfort to her in her final hours. As soon as the dog was brought into the room, I have, like, chills right now. She started to uh, growling at the corner, which was at the end of the bed. She jumped up onto the bed with her owner, cuddling next to her, but whining and occasionally barking at the end of the bed. About an hour later, my coworker took the dog home, leaving the resident to rest. 20 minutes later, oh God. I had a feeling that I needed to go into her room. While I was working on another wing, uh, I asked my coworkers to watch the wing for a couple minutes while I went in to check on her. As I walked down the hall, I'm really scared of what I'm going to read. I think it's going to be sad. The worker on that particular wing was walking the same direction to her room. When we opened up her door, a huge cold breeze rushed past us. Sure enough, the resident had passed away within the last five minutes since the nurse had last been in. As we called the funeral home and were cleaning her body, the nurse, my coworker, and I heard loud knocking on the door. We all said that we were occupied with a resident and to give us a minute. The knocking stopped and we continued to do our work. A minute later, I stepped out into the hall to get new sheets to cover her with, and I saw my coworker sitting five feet from the resident's room, charting. I asked her what she needed when she was knocking on the door. She looked confused, saying, quote, I've been sitting here for the last 15 minutes charting. Nobody's walked past. Everyone's been in bingo since two. Uh, in parentheses, it says, about 45 minutes prior. Wow. End quote. So, that's insane. Um, while I know I was busy working on another wing, I still wish I could have been there with the resident as she passed, as she seemed so terrified to be alone. My coworkers and I tried to have at least one person in there with her so she would have company if she passed. However, within this five-minute period of having nobody there with her, she died. Um, it's... It is actually very common for those who are dying to see small children and the infamous, quote, man in the black jacket and hat, end quote. That's creepy. It's terrifying. It's so, oh, it's like that episode of Buffy. I hate you. Where she's in the hospital. Oh, all the kids are seeing this dude in black with the the hat. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and they're all sick and seeing this creepy dude. And the only way Buffy can see it is if she gets sick, too. Right. Yeah, it's just that's the idea that certain people see certain things creeps me out. Like I like the idea, and I know I'm saying I hate you because you brought up Buffy, but I like how Supernatural handled the Reaper, where it's like, yeah, there is one entity known as death. Yeah. There's a bunch of Reapers, and their job isn't to just come and rip you away. It's to come and like have you make peace yeah. and make your choice about whether or not you're going to go or whether or not you're going to stay. Right. Uh, I think they handled that super well. That's really sad, dude. Uh, it's not over. So, um, <laughs> sorry. 
Despite the occasional creepiness, I really love working with the elderly. They're cute as heck. Smiley face. That's so funny. That's really sweet. Um, anyway, again, I really enjoy listening to your show. Hope you enjoyed at least one of my experiences. Stay rad. Much mm. love from Nodak, which I'm assuming is North Dakota. Emma. Um, P.S. I attached a pic of my omen baby. Ellie is four pounds of straight up demon hunter. Oh. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> four pounds is so tiny. I know. That's super cute. But yeah. thank you so much, Emma, for all your stories. That's an amazing like, story. It's such a good one to end on, too. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, like, my grandparents, like, I, I've had them in my life, my whole life, like, both sides. Yeah. Um, And I know some people don't have that relationship, and I, I totally understand it, because, like, it just isn't that way for everyone. But all I can say is, is like, as, as you get older, and you stop having, like, the idea of, like, oh, I need to go to grandma and grandpa's and see them. Because, like, when you're a kid, like, that's super fun. You know, they let you do shit your parents don't let you do. I've never had that. <laughs> no, you haven't. <laughs> I'm like, what? Grandparents but do that? It's like, th there's something you have to keep in mind. And you realize this as you get older about your parents. Because when you're a kid, your parents are still young. Like, my parents, when I was a kid, right, were as growing, old as I am now. I know! Growing up. You know? I, I know when I was, I think when I was 10, my mom was, like, only 30. Right. So it's like, holy Crap. There's this cool video on collegehumor.com where it's like the seven stages you see your father. Um, and it's from a guy's perspective of like, they're your superhero. And then there's there's all this other stuff. Then they're the enemy when you're a fucking teenager. Yeah. And then when you're like in your 20s, they're like your mentor because you realize like, oh, they've gone through this. Like, this is difficult. And then they're your hero again because you start getting into the things in life. You're like, fuck, I don't know what to do. And they've already done it. Yeah. So they're there to tell you. And like, not everyone has that. And it's super sad. But for those, that's what you have to understand too. Like, for those of you who have that, like, if you have a grandparent, like, that's your parent's parent. Like, can you, like, I'm 33. I've gone through some shit. I got some stories, man. Not scary-ish related, but just life experiences, you know? And I wish I could sit down with someone who's going to go through my path at 18 and be like, here's what you can expect. Here's what you should avoid. Here's what you're going to have to do and you're not going to like it, but you need to get that experience under your belt. Imagine someone who's 60 or 70 or 80 who has all this fucking shit to talk about and all this life experience and no one's there, dude. Imagine the ones that have lived through two world wars. Dude, like, what you need to understand is, like, if you're, like... <laughs> You don't know what to talk to your grandparents about? Like, you don't need to talk to them. Like, if you ever want to talk to a super fucking badass, like, go talk to an elderly person. Or go talk to your grandparents, because their stories will blow your fucking yeah, mind. Yeah, they've been through stuff we cannot even imagine going through. And it's so cool having this podcast and having people be like, hey, I talked to my parents, or I talked to my grandparents. Here's their stories. Yeah. Because those are the fucking scary ones, dude. Those are the, like, these things weren't, like kind of casually nice about like they're haunting like no these were fucking demons yeah and it's like imagine the experiences <laughs> they've had in their life that they could just tell you about imagine uh us when we're like 70 and then we're gonna talk about ghosts now where it's like yeah man they were just on their phone this whole fucking right? time like sometimes they'd look up and like freak me out but you know they're just like playing whatever pokemon go it's like you know how old that game is right <laughs> no dude it's like i don't know you, you like, gotta pokemon 50 it's so fun to hear people's stories sometimes, and some people have really great stories, and none of them are better than people that have lived through stuff that you've never experienced, but, like, you can just by talking to them. Like, my fucking grandfather, like, we always just thought he was a normal white dude, and then he told us, like, when he was 70, he's like, just so you guys know, like, I'm 100% Spanish, like, and then he had this story where it's like, he, he'd never told anyone, he was very quiet, and he finally told us, like, I grew up in Brownsville, Texas, which is just on the border, because his family had been sent over from Spain to run haciendas in Mexico. And during the Mexican Revolution, like, they escorted the family across the border into Texas. And they're like, you guys were nice to us. We appreciate that. So we're not going to kill you. Don't ever fucking come back. Wow. So it's like, they still had money. So they lived and they grew up in Brownsville, Texas, like, rich. 
And then, like, through some family drama, like, his father and he had to move to Chicago. And, like, they were poor. And he told us, like, it, we went from living in, like, a mansion to pulling boards off of our our walls outside to, to burn inside yeah. to make it through the Chicago winter. It's and my rough. my great-grandfather told my grandfather, like, my mom's maiden name is Padilla. And I say it Padilla because my great-grandfather was like, pronounce your last name Padilla. Don't say your name's Padilla because you won't find fucking work. Yeah. And that's what he grew up with. And, like... That story is the beginning of a fucking superhero, dude. And that's what he was. He was a total badass. We had no idea because he didn't say a whole lot. And no one ever asked him the right questions. Yeah. And the reason he told everyone, he's just like, I have a lot of family that live down there. And they're pretty much all dead. But the ones that are still alive, I really want to go see them. So it was like a fucking family road trip to Texas to find grandpa's family. And it's like, you have no idea how many stories are just hanging out there that are cool, that are yeah. fucking awesome, that are going to come from your relatives until you just ask. Yeah, my dad and, 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 like, my grandparents, I mean, I'm Asian, so my parents and my grandparents are fobs, like, straight up, fresh off the boat. And their stories from, like, back during the war are insane. Like, they're incredible. Like, now I, us, we're so spoiled. Oh, Imagine yeah, coming over on a fucking boat where you're starving and you're in the sun and you're burning and you have no water and you're just like... Dude, I can't imagine your dad's oh story. God. Imagine being in a country that all of a sudden has a super oppressive regime, then someone shows up and they're like, we're going to help you overthrow them. So you, in your home country, join a foreign army to yeah, fight your insane. government to take it back, which you eventually have to abandon your home. You get shot during the fucking war. Yeah. Like, and then you so move to crazy. America... And, uh, I don't and know, no dude. one. Well, then you move to America, and like the fact that you're in the U.S. Army doesn't even matter. Yeah, you're a fucking because, U.S. vet. You're a Vietnam vet. Yeah, and it's it's just it's crazy. Ask your parents, ask your grandparents for their stories, because guaranteed it'll blow your they fucking mind, dude. Like, you have yeah. no idea what your your family went through to get you to where you are, and it'll give you an appreciation of like, man, I wouldn't. There's so many stories. Like I've talked to my mom and dad. And there's so many stories where, like, this could have gone wrong, or this could have gone yeah. wrong, or, like, oh, yeah. this small miracle saved my life, and it's like, had that not fucking happened, I wouldn't exist. My mom has this story about riding on the back of a motorcycle, and she was riding on this motorcycle, and she was holding the guy's waist, and then all of a sudden she lost her grip, and she grabbed onto his coat, his leather jacket, with her nails, oh. and she just started sliding oh, off. Oh, my God! And he had, like, it was like a double seam. Like, you know how some jackets have, like, seams in certain places? Yeah. It had it on the side, and her nails caught it. Oh and she's like, gosh. if my nails wouldn't have caught the seam, I literally would have fucking died. That's insane. And I didn't know that. She told me that story, and I was like, had she fallen off the back of that motorcycle, I wouldn't exist, and my brother wouldn't exist. That's so crazy. It's just, ask your ask your family. Talk to your yeah. family. Like, Sorry, I know that's a long rant. But I know, that was a very long rant. But, like, legit, like, don't look at the elderly, like, why are they taking up so much space? Like, I agree with Emma. They're cute as fuck. Yeah, they are cute as fuck. And they have some mind-blowing fucking stories, dude. Yeah, I, I liked listening to my grandpa's stories because, um, I mean, he's had some haunted stories, too. And yeah, dude. my dad, especially, like, during a battle era fucking in the middle of the woods shit. Yeah. It's, Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's <laughs> anyway. Like, it's as good as TV. Except it's as good as you just have to tell. Legit, you just have to like, help pick the channel, and they're all it, fucking true. Kind of true. Down. Some old people can like indulge on yeah, some bullshit but details. Let but them have fun. Yeah. Um. But I've sat down with my dad and listened to him tell like war stories for hours. So. One of the coolest things yeah. is as becoming an adult that I remember is being like, I'm gonna go ask my dad. I want to know what fucking happened about this, and then like unraveling the family mysteries of certain things you're never and never allowed to know. Try and think back to any time your parents told you. I'll tell you when you're older. And then be like, guess what, motherfucker? I'm older now. It's time to tell me what happened. 
Yeah. Like, um, where did your family pets go? I'm gonna have that fun game. Oh, Think no, through all don't your family pets, that. and then wonder you like, want to do that? Did they actually like? Like, I had a, a quote unquote farm. Did my my family give that cat away, or did that cat get hit in the fucking road? Like, it's time for you to fess up, mom and dad. Um, I am gonna say those that don't have parents and grandparents adopt an elderly person. That's so sweet to do. Too. Yeah, some elderly go, people don't have any. Go family. to a nursing home and just hang out with someone and guarantee they'll tell you some stories like yeah. they just want to talk to people like um emma's job where she works with elderly like just go yeah. to a nursing home and hang out like all right uh, we're, we're gonna get back yeah. to spooky stuff now yeah I, I i'm sorry <laughs> it's just that i feel very strongly about that because yeah, I, I know I'm, I'm 33 when i'm 99 like i hope my family comes to visit me and i hope i have fun stories that i can tell them and if not then that would kind of be sad yeah okay so, Back to emails. Your turn. My turn. So uh, this one is called the Abandoned Water Treatment Facility. It has a subject, and I'm going to put that out there. Uh, it starts as, hey, guys, my name is Morgan, and I love listening to your podcast. Oh, thank you, Morgan. Thank you. I have been looking for a spooky podcast for a while, and I'm so glad I found this one. If you want to share the story, please do. Also, if you want to shorten it down, you can. We won't shorten you. Um, so it Unless goes like you're this. already short. Get it? Height-wise. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. He goes on. Or she goes on. They go on. Okay, backstory time. I'm gonna tell I'm going to call the two friends I was with, Larry and Mary. So in March of twenty seventeen, Larry had just moved into a small town that is roughly a twenty minute drive from anything. On top of that, the town is surrounded by government owned property. That always just That's immediately I'm like, there was an alien crash here. They're hiding they're hiding bodies. <laughs> Uh, they go on to say, this town also has a large cult inhabiting it. What? This cult goes once oh, a month to the no. cemetery and one other secret location to perform live sacrifices no, of pigs. And the police even no, they guard the premises <gasps> of the cemetery, in parentheses, since it's publicly owned and the other building is privately owned when they do it. We what? were having a sleepover, and Larry talked about this abandoned water treatment facility near his house. His sister had taken him there once before, but never went inside the fence, and he wanted to show us. Mary is a Wiccan, pronounced Wiccan, yeah. Uh, he gave me pronunciation for it, and said that if we wanted to go, we had to undergo one of her spells of protection. Larry and I, in parentheses, although not religious, allowed her to perform her spell. She linked the protection to these rocks she had soaked in moon water, along with other ingredients. I'm sure it's some type of water, not water on the moon. I got it. I okay. don't think she was like, I'll be right back. And just teleported <laughs> what away. What sound is that? That's my teleport sound. <laughs> as long as the rocks were on our person, we should be safe. Early the next morning, we grabbed our bags, our rocks, and loaded into my car. On our way there, we decided to look up the address in Google Maps and also see why it shut down. From what we gathered, there used to be an old military base nearby this old town. The military base had been dealing with some sort of radiation, and that seeped into the town's water supply. The radiation had infected the water and inevitably shut down the facility. Not long after that military base was shut down, a part of research... Not long after that, the military base shut down. That was the end of the sentence. Oh. My bad, dog. A part of research was also trying to find the address. We couldn't find it and became suspicious. When we got there, we looked up the address of the very old apartments next door to it. The apartments were the only thing near it. On Google Maps, we slid the screen over to where the buildings should have been. 
We could see the facility right in front of our eyes, but on Google Maps, it was blurred out. What? They do that sometimes for like... Cause, oh, because it's private property. Yeah, there's private government okay, okay, property okay. and you're not supposed to see what's that behind makes sense. it. And like there's this entire... It's like this is... Google Maps is basically what people were trying to do in like the fucking Cold War. So they're like... Because everyone put satellites in the fucking sky to look down oh. on their fucking enemies. And now we have fucking Google Maps where you can just zoom in anything. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's find my place here really fast. Okay. You know what's like crazy is like... I work at a water treatment plant, so it's insane for me to, like, hear the story. Because we have an abandoned section of our plant, and it's creepy going over there because all the clarifiers and stuff are empty, and they're just big, like, huge vats in the ground that are just empty. And just imagine just super falling creepy. in there. And then there's huge warehouses that are empty. It's just weird. For it sounds real. fucking weird. Yeah, I... It, it's... Abandoned places, though. Creepy in general. I don't know. Right on. But yeah, continue. Okay. So after freaking out, in parentheses, a shit ton, we followed the barbed wire <laughs> fence to the back of the facility boundaries. Uh, this was on the edge of the town, edge of town near some unused train tracks. That was the only thing behind us. There was a hole in the fence and it was barely big enough for an average adult, an average sized adult to fit through. Once we got through, we started looking around. There are small buildings, a main building, and many holes in the ground where the water used to be stored. That's what you're talking about. Right. Um, and metal things that go to the halfway point. So essentially, like, imagine this, like, hole in the ground that's, like, half of an orb that holds water. And it's like there's a dock that goes from the ground, like, all the way to the middle of the it's, circle. So I'm, I'll explain what it is. So what it is is, like, you, it's like a cylindrical just vat. And it carries so much water, huge amounts of water. And that arm that sticks out, it's like there's a little um, tube thingy type apparatus in the center, right? That goes up to the top of the vat. And then there's an arm that sticks out. And that arm, what it does, it skims all the gunk at the top. So it goes around in a circle, like a clock. And it goes around the thing. Yeah, it's like the arm of a clock. Yeah. It's the best way to describe yeah, it. Yeah, and it just moves it around in a circle. That's all it does. Cool. Yeah. So uh, they go on to say, uh, they sent pictures for reference. Um, to this day, I cannot find any existing pictures of this facility. We were climbing we were climbing and running around. Keep in mind, we were all very loud people, so we stupidly were not being quiet. Oh, we decided no. to climb to the very center of the metal thing. So they're going to go out into this, what would you call it, a reclaimer? A clarifier? Clarifier. Sorry, I just drifted into Adventure Zone for a second there. So at some point, Larry pointed out he couldn't find his rock. So clearly Larry's oh, no, just saying Larry, Larry's going to die. Dang it. So oh. but we were running around so we just contributed it to that. Mary was really freaked out by that so we started searching all of the small buildings that we had gone to. We walked into the small building near the large building and had our stereotypical movie moment where pigeons started flying out above us. Oh my god. No shit, this actually happened. There were only pigeons in this specific building. The pigeons were the only thing we heard other than ourselves at this point. We all screamed. I would have too. Birds are freaky, but they, I don't know. I don't know if it's scream worthy, but I'll give it to you. Imagine just silence, right? All you hear is your footsteps and then a, a hundreds of that, that flapping noise, like the pigeons on Alcatraz that made it, or Those du- are pelicans. Pelicans, whatever, that made it sound like a hurricane. Imagine that in a small building. Uh, it would suck to get rocked like a hurricane in a small building. Or would it? Oh, get out of here. <laughs> we then took a look into the middle of the building, and there was his rock. 
We were all freaked out, but just kept saying... <gasps> was it his rock? I just said that. There oh. was his rock. Oh, okay. I thought you said this rock. No. Okay. <laughs> we were all freaked out, but just kept saying it was when we were running around, despite not going into this building. Oh, my god. This is gosh. a building you haven't been in, and you find something that was missing off your person. So, we picked up the rock and started first walking to the building we set our bags slash purses in. It was the main building, the biggest, but we had come to consider it our safe area. After calming down, we wanted to check out the basement because none of us had seen it before. On our way down to the basement, I thought I heard Mary, who was behind me, calling Larry's name in a spooky way to continue the joke she had been doing what the entire the time. Fuck? So I snickered and continued walking with Larry down the sna- down the steps. What I didn't know is that Mary was still at the top of the stairs while we were about three quarters of the way down. No, we still weren't being quiet. We all then heard a pig squealing. And if you haven't heard it, it sounds very distinctive and loud. When we heard, we then heard two male voices yelling at us about trespassing. Footsteps started bounding up the stairs after us. Oh my gosh. We, it says, so we heard. I think it just means that we left. Um, We never looked back. We ran as fast as we could, rushing to my car where it was suddenly a getaway car. (laughs) Later on, we were driving back. Mary was acting really weird. She had ended up behind us while running. Because she chose to run and grab our bags while Larry and I couldn't care less about our shit. So, in the car, I just assumed she was scared. We had been on plenty of scary adventures, but I had never seen her quite so quiet and terrified. In parentheses, we are all huge talkers and always talk about what we experienced after. Larry and I were begging for her to say what was wrong when she finally did. She said that while she was grabbing the bags, in parentheses, with the men still coming after us, she was there long enough to not see but hear the men at the top of the stairs and parentheses that was around 15 feet from our bags at the main door apparently the men stated that they scared us off and to continue the ritual sacrifice oh my god oh they were killing the piggy obviously oh no she said she or it was a barbecue it's hard to tell she said she had heard the same loud footsteps go back down to the basement even though she didn't see any men there i don't know what really happened when larry and i left or if the rock had some meaning behind it, but to this day, my friends and I go to the haunt, still go to haunted places, but we have yet to experience something this extreme. I hope this wasn't too long, and remember what Mary and remember what Mary said could just all be bullshit. Wow, that's so funny. <laughs> Always have that disclaimer. Uh, but at very least, we had men in a cult chase after us. All I know is that with a large cult that sacrifices, I am never going there again. Yeah, hope no. you enjoyed my story, Morgan. Dude, that's fucking creepy as shit. It's like, I don't know what people think they're going to accomplish by, like, a sacrifice. Unless you're, like, just trying to do stupid shit and then eating the pig afterwards. Because, like, pig roasts are fairly common. It's like forgetting Sarah Marshall, where they make him, like, he's like, oh, I'll come help you cook. And they make him kill the pig. Yeah. It's like, out of context, that could seem really weird walking into that room at that moment. No, but it's just regular Kahlua pig. That's what they if you're calling it a ritual sacrifice, like, what fucking ritual? What are you sacrificing it to? That's super fucking creepy. Yeah, I mean, it's their religion. They can practice. Is it their religion? I guess all religions start out as cults in someone's eyes, yeah. right? Like, they, imagine, like, Christianity is, like, the biggest cult of all time. <laughs> I mean, is it, though? <laughs> no. Isn't there more Hindus in the world than know. Christians? I I'm not a historian or a scientist or a religious expert. Or a theologian. Is that what those are called? Yeah. All right. You're welcome. Today I learned. Uh, You're welcome, everyone. You on to your next one? Um, Yep. So I'm going to continue an email from Grace. And we're so sorry, you guys, that we haven't read the entirety of all your things, like, in order. (laughs) But, um, so this one's from Grace. 
And this next story is after she started dating someone named Jake, if you guys don't remember. Does he work at State Farm? I'm sure he wears khakis. I think I made that joke the first time, too. Um, maybe. Grace will tell us. Um, anyway. Uh, so this title, the title of this part is Girl in White and Part 1. So we started staying at Jake's parents' house a couple times a week because they had just had more stuff to do there at night and my house was starting to feel creepy again. The main problem about staying at Jake's parents' place was that his bedroom was in the basement. Fuck. God damn it, guys. Awesome. Good job, Jake. Um, I know, Robin. I feel the same way about basements as you. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just... Okay. Uh, and this wasn't a finished one either. Yeah, that's... An unfinished basement. Unfinished oh, basements are just ripe uh, for spiders, and I'm not down with that shit. I, no. Things can just, like, live in the walls, right? I mean, there's not holes in the walls. It's not a fucking cave. I don't know. I've never it's just, had it's one. It's concrete. It's like finished. You're concrete. Okay. High five. I guess. I don't know why I high five that. I don't know. Okay. Can't resist a good high five. Uh, there were creaky old stairs, a cement floor, cinder block walls, and noisy pipes. Okay. So there was the description. There you go. Uh, we should have read that first. Uh, she also goes fucking scary with three exclamation points. Uh, only plus side was that the main light had a switch at the top of the stairs instead of a pull string at the bottom. That's nice. You go, house designers. Um, house designers? Is that their official title? No, I don't know. Okay. I'm a bad engineer. Uh, when you reach the bottom of the stairs, there's a big open room. To the right, there's another room. I don't know why, but they called it the quote-unquote cold room that's creepy that's it's better than the creepy. kill room i suppose oh my god or the ritualistic imagine, sacrifice imagine room. inviting someone over to your house and being like i don't know don't worry about that room it's just the kill room <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um though it was no colder than the rest of the basement so nobody ever went in there uh just looking toward the room gave me the creeps so i'd always try to look straight ahead to jake's uh to get to jake's room we had to cross the main one also, neither of the rooms had doors. So it was just like a... How the fuck did you get in then? Well, no. You know what it means. It's like just an archway. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Jake had a blanket pinned up for privacy and to trap heat in his room. Uh, anyway, we stayed there a few times when my house was feeling too creepy. But one night, I needed a break from being in that terrifying basement, so I went home. Jake decided to stay. The next night, he was back at my house and told me he never wanted to stay in the basement again. Oh, my God. Okay. The end. No. <laughs> he experienced sleep paralysis. He woke up in the middle of the night and saw a girl resembling the chick from the ring ah! in the doorway to his room. That's the worst. I'm sorry, but the, the way her, her, just the way she looks with the dress and the hair and just the, no. Um, pale face, long black hair. White dress. Fuck that. Um, he couldn't move or scream. He said it felt like he was suffocating. She slowly started to move closer and knelt down until she was inches from his face. She put her hand on his chest and suddenly he woke up gasping for air and coughing. Good God. No. That's super intense. Being the mean person I am. Oh my God, I'm so excited to see what she does. Is she going to dress I, up in a white dress and straighten her hair? <laughs> I thought... 
quote, this is bullshit. He's just trying to freak me out even more, end quote. But he looked genuinely scared when we were at his parents' house for breakfast and his mom asked him to go downstairs to get something. So I started to believe maybe he wasn't kidding. And for the last year, I'd gotten used to nothing really creepy happening, so this was hard for me to accept. I didn't want things to start again. Too bad for me. Oh, God. You can't always get what you want, FML. But, but you get what you need. But if you try sometimes, you might find. You get what you need. Uh, Copyright strike. Well, no. You can say up to 30 seconds. I don't know what the actual I'm rules are. I'm pretty sure I you can play say... a song up to 30 seconds and not pay for it. I'm like the Joker, where he's like, I just do things. I just say things. And if they copyright strike us, they copyright strike us. Um, so uh, more things started to happen. Not too creepy at first, but still made me feel uneasy. Uh, another night, Jake and I were in my bedroom watching TV when we heard what sounded like someone moving furniture downstairs. Below my bedroom is both my parents' room and the guest room. I just assumed my parents were rearranging things or cleaning out closets. I headed downstairs to offer my assistance when I saw that both my parents were sitting in their chairs watching TV. I asked them if they had been back in the room moving stuff around. Mom said that... Oh, mom said no. She thought we were moving stuff around in my room. Of course, she got freaked out and sent dad back there to check. Nobody slash nothing was back there and nothing was moved. That's really weird. I don't like hearing sounds that I can't explain. I'll tell you one thing, though. It is worse if you hear that and you go into a room and your shit has been moved. Oh. And then no one's moved it. Like the Poltergeist movie where all the chairs are stacked up or some shit. Or any of the Poltergeist stories that I've read. Yeah. We were like, what the fuck is that noise? You go upstairs and you're like, someone either broke in, rearranged this fucking room and left, or it's a ghost. Yeah. Um, And then the next part is Girl in White Part 2. Uh... (laughs) One night, not too long after that at my house, I had fallen asleep next to Jake. I woke up to the sound. Does he sleep in his khakis? Probably. We need to know these things. Yep. Super important. Can Jake teleport? Because remember before Jake, it was the do the jingle bit for the commercials where if you could, Uh, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, your State Farm agent would show up and they could teleport you around like Hiro Nakamura from the fucking TV show Heroes. Hiro! I'm just wondering. You should ask Jake these things for me and then tweet it at me. Just curious. Keep going. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know where this is going. So I woke up to the sound of someone saying my name, a female voice. I thought it was my mom waking me up. The voice sounded like it was coming from right next to me. I said, what? And simultaneously opened my eyes. Nobody was there except for a snoring Jake. I woke him up because I was freaked out. He told me it was probably just my dream, then walked out of the room to go to the bathroom. Ugh. I would totally just follow you. Like... No. I get asked so many times, like, will you go to the bathroom with me? And I'm like, come on, I'm doing something. Uh, I sat up and had my head hanging and eyes closed because I didn't want to look at anything in the dark room. I'm the exact same way. Uh, I heard Jake come out of the bathroom, so I looked up. He had stopped in the doorway and just stared at me for about 10 seconds. I was freaked out thinking he was seeing something behind me, but I was too scared <laughs> to turn around. So I just stared back. My hair was in my face. Finally, I broke the silence and said, what? Why are you just standing there? You're scaring me. He flipped on the light, then told me that when he walked in the room, I looked different. He once again described the girl from the ring, and it scared him even more that I wasn't saying anything and just looked back at him. It was bad enough that we didn't sleep for the rest of the night. Wow. That's kind of hilarious slash scary. Yeah. Because... If you think about it, sorry, I had to like swallow. Um, if you think about it, what if like that female voice was right next to her, right? What if when he got up to go to the restroom, it was like semi 
like was taking your body area. Wow, come on. Y- you know, well, I've, I've been, no idea what you're saying, but it's really starting to stretch this. I was, I've been watching a Korean drama called Oh My Ghost, <laughs> and it's about this ghost that um, possesses this one girl. And yeah, so I'm a little bit on that kick right now. In but this Korean drama, do people yell unnecessarily? All Korean dramas have people that yell unnecessarily. That's my point. Stop yelling. Hashtag stop the yelling. Um, fuck you. <laughs> I hate you. Okay. Um, but uh, I don't know. You never know where it was just like it kind of made her look like it because the spirit was in that area, you know, and then he switched on the lights and it's like, poof. If you really want to test Jake from State Farm, dress up, dress up like the girl from the ring, full blown, like straight hair, pale face, white dress, and then try and seduce him. And see which thing happens. Is he going to get scared? Or is he going to conquer his fear? I think it would be a good therapeutic lesson. I'm just saying. So cool. Thank you for sending that to us very much. Thank you so much, Grace. We still have more. Is there still more Grace? There's still more Grace. So, But it'll be future episodes. Okay. Yeah. Right on. (laughs) Thank you so much. So in this extra long episode of Storytime, I'm going to go on to our final and fourth email. Uh, And this one starts out, like this. Uh, It says... (laughs) This is, I think, just meant for us, but I'm going to read it anyways. It says, listen, I'm a procrastinator, laughy face. I messaged you guys back in March saying I was going to send my stories. Here I am two months later finally sending them. Oops. And then the shruggy emoticon thing. Oh, my God. When you type it out by hand where it's like dash, backslash, blah, 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 blah. So on and so forth. So you're not a procrastinator, and it took us over a month to read it. So we obviously have a backlog that we're working on. Sorry. But we're getting into it right now. So this one is called Spooky Little Spooksters. Oh, it's so cute. (laughs) And uh, this is how it starts. I found you guys on Spotify, and yes, please share my story. Anywho, I probably have like 20 stories to tell. For now, I'll tell you about the little spookster that runs around my house at night. So generally, there isn't really any activity unless big life changes are coming. For example, if we talk about moving out of the house or my mom or dad is going to start a new job, that's when activity picks up. That seems how it just always winds up being, dude. It's like the stress in the house, like, feeds just an energy into whatever is there, so. Is it like that episode of Buffy where they have, <laughs> I'm sorry, where. Every fucking thing is an episode of Buffy. <laughs> where her and Riley are, like, banging in the dorm and the, that's all not, their sexual that's energy just creates this insane, like. I think that's a different energy. I don't know, but it just causes the house to just go, go crazy. on the fritz, yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I don't think it's like that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, when stress is at like an all-time high, I think that's when stuff happens. Good thing I haven't been laid off recently or anything. Jesus Christ. Moving on. Just kidding. I just want to scare you. So moving Stop. on. <laughs> she says, before I get into the spooky stuff, let me explain this little spooker. Uh, my dad, brother, and I are the only ones who've seen the little girl slash woman. We don't know if it's a little girl and a woman separately or if it's the same person at different times in her life. Anyway, the little Ooh, girl that's has... interesting. It is interesting. Anyway, I wonder when you like decide like when you fill out your application like i'd like to become a ghost please do they make you like pick a look from any point in your life or do you get to shift based off of like whatever like memory you're living in i don't know there's a Uh, lot of stuff from watching deadpool it seems like you get to go to your most desirable state is it i don't know we need that handbook from beetlejuice because i bet (gasps) you it's fucking in there oh my goodness oh maybe i'll add that in the giveaway box the handbook from beetlejuice i'm pretty sure we have one no i don't have the actual handbook but um I will get jewelry of the hand. I'm pretty sure I can get jewelry with the handbook on it. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So, don't forget, guys, giveaway. It's still, we'll talk about yeah, it at the end. We'll talk about it later. Right on. 
so she goes on to say, anyway, the little girl, it's like she put anyway in there because she knew we were going to just veer off course. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so let me do this in her voice. Anyway, the little girl has long, dark hair that hangs over her face and she's wearing a white nightgown. Sounds a lot like the girl from the ring. Hashtag just saying. The Get out of Grace's house. The woman is the same, but obviously taller. Every night between house. between sorry. 1 and 4 a.m., there's footsteps walking from the living room through the dining room back to the back bedroom. My dad has had four or five experiences with the lady. The one that still freaks him out happened before he went to bed. He was the only one up. He was going around the house turning the lights off when he saw the little girl crouching oh, in our little hallway no. staring at him. He tried to ignore her, but as he was picking a movie for bed, he heard giggling. No! He turned around to see the same girl crouched no, no, behind no, no, no. the couch, no, no. peeking at him. No. He grabbed a random movie and ran into his room, slamming the door oh behind God, him no. and jumping into bed. My mom woke up and asked what his issue was. He just told her to go back to bed. Oh. Around this time, my dad was starting a new job. My brother and I have both had experiences with the crouching spookster. He would oh. never sleep with his door open because the girl would always sit in the little hall oh. staring at him while he slept. Oh. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Because I can just imagine it, and I, I'm sorry. She sounds nice, though. She doesn't sound mean. She just sounds like a playful little girl. But just imagine how creepy that is. Yeah. I'm just maybe it's not fright like ass frightening like clenching just ah, but like it's definitely scary ish. Like yeah. I'm sorry. Can but, you like, say that one more time? Ass clenching, terrifying. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> That should be a button. Oh, my God. It's just... Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. All right, getting back to I it. I can't just... She oh. says, I've never slept with my door open. I've always felt safer with the door closed. Anyway, one night around 3 a.m., of course, I had to go to the bathroom. Oh. I didn't want to get out of bed because, oh. duh, it's the witching hour. I got up and went to the bathroom, and before I walked out the door to go back to my room, I got a terrible feeling. Oh! I paused with my hand on the door, thinking... Something is going to happen. Did you pick this one because it's super scary? I picked it because it was just the next in the door. It took me a good 10 minutes and a pep talk to finally open the door and go back to my room. When I opened the door, I tried to not look up into the dining room. Uh, No, 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 no. I can't. That's where she usually is. But my dumbass looked up anyway. And I saw the little girl crouch behind the wall peeking at me through her hair. Oh, my God. It being 3 a.m. in the morning, I tried not to scream as I ran to my bedroom door which I had closed behind me out of habit. You know the stupid horror movie things where the chick falls <laughs> falls and can't open a door? Yeah, I no, was the dumb chick. No, 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 no. Oh, God. When I got in my oh, room, God, oh, God, I oh, ran to my bed and hid under the blankets. For the next two hours, I, hood, I heard footsteps <gasps> walking from the living room not. back to my room and turning and walking back to the living room. I've never been so scared. I literally started praying, and I've never done that. My dad and I have decided that the girl slash woman is just curious about us. Next time I'll send a sh- next time I'll send a story. I'll tell you about the spookster woman. There's God. so much that I want to tell you guys, but I'm too lazy to type so much. Thanks for reading and thanks for starting your podcast. Also, sorry for any mistakes that trip you up. I tried to fix all of them. You did a pretty did a fucking great awesome job. job. I'm freaking out right now thank you so much for scaring robin it's my favorite I thing to do can't. it's what i dedicate this podcast to so like when i'm doing like my research episodes and i'm like getting really good shit i'm like oh she's gonna piss her pants this episode so Ugh. really appreciated this email oh nightlight time nightlight time right on 
Uh, so yeah, it's getting late. We got to get this episode edited and ready to go for you guys. So we're going to do that before we go. Just a reminder, we're going to be having this giveaway. It goes until I think June, July, July 19th. 19th. Yeah. So uh, until then, if you uh, have liked us on the Facebook page and you share the episode, so just go on to Facebook, find the episode because we post it on the page every time the episode comes out. Uh, just share that so that you can, you know, try and bring in more people uh, to get us a bigger audience. Um, you can even write something like anytime you share something, like anytime you've ever shared a video on Facebook, same thing, just share it. And then if you want to leave like a little message, like I've already listened to this episode, it's really good. Or this is a podcast I really like. Uh, each time you share, you get an entry into the contest. And what are they entering to win, Robin? So I know we have a lot of male listeners and I don't know if you have some girlfriends you guys want to give gifts to, but it's going to be jewelry and I'm going to curate it and just try to add like cute stuff some maybe quirky spooky stuff it's not legit haunted jewelry but it may look haunting haha no. you don't want haunted jewelry anyways no. you just want um, something but... <laughs> that's like spooky <laughs> but it'll be cute and i'll 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 curate it it'll be a couple different things so she's gonna make sure it's not I, garbage i might pick two two people like top two so f- or no not top two no, yeah, we'll do two drawings. We'll do two spins. Yeah, we'll of do, the wheel. We'll do two spins of the wheel and pick two people, um, because why not? Fuck it. Okay. So you guys got to share the episode and like us on Facebook, um, and yeah, make it happen. Make 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 it happen. Cool. I tried to make it into a song. I'm not, not good, good at that. Yeah. No, I made a good song the other night. Did you with the uh, yeast allergy? <laughs> Yeah, she did. We played this game called Utter Nonsense, and it's basically, it's just like Cards Against Humanity, but With you accents? pull a card, and the thing on the card is an accent that you have to or do. Or like an action or something. Yeah, and whoever pulled it is the person who's the judge. They don't actually have to play anything, just like in Cards Against Humanity. And then each person has a card, and it has this weird shit written on it, but you have to read it in the accent of whatever it was put down. So if it's like uh, British, then you have to read it in a British accent, and whoever's yeah. card is the funniest slash does the best accent wins but it's all up to whoever did it and then whoever wins gets to be the judge the next time so we it's played really that fun. it's super fun it's like everyone that's like shy like oh, i'd be terrible at that you start playing it and you realize it's really fun and you get really into it and yeah. whether or not you're good at it it's just a ton of laughs like i'm not advertising for this it's just totally 100 yeah. percent true i might I post thought this an game amazon would... link to it though so yeah. you guys i thought that game it. would suck and i really like playing it yeah so. it was really fun but uh i think yeah. that's that's everything we got for you for story time number 19 we're getting up there in story yeah. times it's fun it is. It's nice. So again, email us storytime at scarish.com, facebook.com slash scarish podcast. Our Twitter is at scarish pod. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash scarish podcast. And Kofi is ko-fi.com slash scarish podcast. Yeah. And you guys can still support us on Kofi, Kofi, whatever. We, I mean, we still have that microphone goal up, but it can go towards the next goal. The next goal. Absolutely. So, we yep. appreciate everything you guys do for us. You're an amazing community. So. Uh, we really want this contest to just be about sharing it with your friends and, and hopefully incentivizing you guys to get something for doing it. So yeah. uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, listening. We're sorry that it's an extra long story time, but <laughs> you guys told us you like that. So you're welcome. <laughs> so keep on creeping on, and we'll talk to you next week. Shabbat shalom, bitches. <laughs>
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.